0: Hello. This is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press one. You have pressed two.
1: This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. You know, it's like there's many ways you
2: can have a great idea. Uh, mm. One is come up with it. And uh, the other one, which I don't think is used enough in the radio industry, is steal it. What,
3: you don't think enough <laughs> radio shows take <laughs> ideas from other radio shows? Oh, no,
2: you know, people say about commercial radio, it is a haven of original ideas. Yep. And people only, no one would ever steal someone else's idea in this medium.
3: It's just rife
2: with <laughs> original. <laughs> Original wholesome ideas. Yes, that people have come up with themselves, right? That's how I would describe it. There's too much of that in commercial radio. So what do you want to do? Tonight on the show, I've had the novel idea. Why don't we let somebody else do the hard work for us and Mm. take somebody else's idea, somebody else's great, successful, popular idea, and just adapt it to radio? So kind
3: of like how Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook Mm. and Instagram stole stories from (laughs) Snapchat.
2: Absolutely. I'm going to steal something from Instagram.
3: Really? You're going to do a Zuckerberg to Zuckerberg? I'm going to do
2: a Zuckerberg to Zuckerberg. Here's my thinking. On the show tonight, Zach, I want to launch for the first ever time... Radio Instagram. It's going to be uh, pretty close to the Instagram you know and love, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's a problem. I don't think that stops it being a good idea could for the radio. we go a
3: step further? Yes. And could we call you Dom Zuckerberg from now on? Steal his name, Dom.
2: Oh, <laughs> do Get that. him where it hurts. <laughs> it's audacious, but you know what? I'll allow it. If you want to oh, call me Dom do Zuckerberg. It. Let's do it. Absolutely, Zach. But yes, that is coming up shortly. Uh, I think the first ever stolen idea in the history of radio will be on air shortly.
1: This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
3: Now, Dom, we talk on the radio every night. Mm. Um, I try to help out the show that way by yep. talking into the microphone. But today I tried to take a bit of a behind the scenes approach and I came in earlier today I don't know if you know this, but um, I rolled up my sleeves and I mm. got my toolkit out, and I've actually messed around with your desk over there. I mean, the other... Just doing some installing, some Ooh. upgrades, I mean, the, extensions. Zach,
2: the, like the breakfast show used this desk. The people throughout the day used this desk. Yep. I'm not sure you should have been fiddling around under there without uh, clearing up. No, with the Dom, technicians. No, I'm helping
3: out, right? Because last night on the show, Dom, yeah. you said this.
2: Uh, we, You know what we need to install? We're, we're talking Shane Warne here. We need a Warn alarm, a Warn alert. You That's know a good what idea. <laughs> Every time we talk Shane... Shane warn, we fire it off.
3: We were talking about a certain man, yes. so often dumb. I thought something should be installed. Mm. Right? So I installed a shame warning. Shane warning. Shame warning. Shame warning. Shame warning. Shame warning. <laughs> What do you think?
2: I think that's exceptional. So, what that is going to naturally fire off whenever I talk about Shane Warren. Mm. Shane oh. Warrening. Oh. Shane Warrening. Oh. Shane Warrening.
3: That's Jeez. just automatic. Whenever it, I don't think we should push it too far. No, no. But whenever we mention his name, yes, that alarm will go off <laughs> and it will alert everyone that. The greatest <laughs> Australian to ever live is about to be <laughs> talked about on the radio.
2: Have you? Uh, is this going to affect all the other people who use this studio as well? Are they just going to be in a conversation, his name comes up and suddenly a warning fires off?
3: Yes, that's correct.
2: I think that's appropriate, though. Yep. I mean, you really do need to broadcast when his name is being discussed.
3: This is my first time installing such an alarm <laughs> dom, so yep. I don't know how sensitive it is. Right. So I was wondering if, unfortunately, I can't test it offline.
2: Oh, like, right. this has
3: to be tested while we're on air.
2: Okay, so we're actually doing some troubleshooting here. Yeah, so I was right, wondering on
3: 131060 if we could get a bit of help with this alarm. Okay. If people could give their Shane warning counters.
2: Yes, okay. Right,
3: so let's say. You could go on one end of it. You watched mm. Shane Warne play cricket once. Yeah. And then the other end of it is maybe you met him in person. And we can kind of find out how sensitive the alarm is. Right. Do you get what I mean?
2: When the alarm will fire off and when it won't. Yep. Right. No, that's good. So what, 131060, if you have any Shane Warne encounter at all. So you will take even, I sat in my room and watched and saw him play cricket on the TV. Would you take that?
3: Yeah, that's definitely on one end. Okay. And then on the other end, we might have, I went on a bender with him. <laughs> or a big night out.
2: And I imagine that's many in the country as well. Equally as many.
3: Let's do a test on some stories we have heard on the radio All before. Right, okay. And to see these tests out. Sure. Uh, we heard from a taxi driver in Melbourne mm. who had Warnie in his cab. Shane oh, that's oh,
2: it off. Shane Warren. Okay. okay, Shane Warren. That, that, that's good. Okay, last
3: <laughs> night we heard about a guy who served Shane Warren chicken nuggets from McDonald's. <laughs> Shane oh, there we go. Turn Shane
2: Warren. Right. So those are quite intensive stories. Those are right. For example, if I was just to say Zach that I watched the Ashes in two thousand and ten and saw well, on TV or in the stadium. Uh, I'm going to say in two thousand and six I watched a bit of the the Melbourne Test match on TV. Yep. Oh, okay. Mm, All right, okay. That, that didn't set off the... I'm taking down notes over here, Dom, yeah.
3: and I want to calibrate this. So 131060, sure. if you have any encounter in your life with Shane Warne, whether mm. you met him in person, yep. whether you saw him at a distance, yes. give us a call. We want the whole spectrum because we want to see when the alarm will go off.
2: Uh, so, look, we have a Harrison in Brisbane. Harrison, what's your encounter with the man?
0: Oh, no. Oh.
2: Oh, Harrison has just dropped off. He's Actually, dropped off. He's dropped off. Well, the, uh, you know what? I think I can understand that. I think maybe the pressure of the moment got to him. There, sharing this, it did sound like he panicked there, didn't it? it as well, that's he okay. Realized, that's okay. Look, I can understand this is a scary moment for everybody, but yeah. we all moved. To... But we shouldn't
3: panic. I know no. there is an alarm. Yes, but it's a helpful alarm.
2: Let's just be very clear to the people listening. This is a helpful alarm, not a worrying alarm. Let's go alarm. to Jenny in Melbourne and see what Jenny's story is. Jenny, what's your Shane warning counter?
0: Yeah. Hi. Um, I'm the manager of a theatre, and we had Shane worn the musical on a couple of years ago, and so Shane he-
3: Warn. Oh, there it Shane goes already done. Jenny, what's going
2: on, Jenny? <laughs> Sorry, Jenny, you just mentioned Shane Warn the musical, and that was enough to get the that alarm was enough, going. Was it? That, that uh, surprised me.
0: And he came in to see the
2: show and he loved it. Oh, oh, no, did he? Look at that. oh Again. It was too shame sensitive! Warning. It was shame too warning. sensitive! I think we need to calibrate that a little Can more. Can you just tinker yeah. under the desk? Yeah, yeah you just jump geez, under geez, now. that
3: went off at Shane the Musical.
2: <laughs> it really did. But
3: it probably should have gone off at Shane coming <laughs> in the building. Could
2: you just want to quickly jump under Hang the on, desk? I'm going under. Have a quick tinker down there. You're uh, still good under yeah, there? I found it. Yep. Uh, clockwise or anti
3: clockwise?
2: I think it's anti clockwise. You got that? Yeah, so that should just I make it a little... It. Okay, great. All right, so that's Tinkett. Hopefully that's a little less sensitive now. And we can get that working.
3: Uh, let's go to Daniel one. in Toowoomba and see if it's a
2: bit more calibrated. Uh, Daniel, what's your Shane Warne story?
0: I um, I went and saw a oh, Brisbane Bulls game. That was back before they changed to Queensland Bulls.
2: Okay, a local and, cricket game? Uh, yep.
0: Yeah, it was a local cricket game. It was Brisbane versus Victoria at the mm-hmm. Gabba. And, um, yeah, actually Shane Warne sitting next to me in the grandstand watching the game. Shane Warne. Yeah, oh, that definitely Shane deserves Waters a Shane Warne. Shane
2: Warne. Absolutely it does, Daniel. You watched Cricket with the Great Man. What was that like?
0: Oh, uh, this is basically a standard cricket game to me. Uh, all right. Oh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what, you yeah, didn't share a meat pie, Daniel?
0: No, no. It was basically like when I ran into Shane Webke up here in Drayton because he lives in one where I was like, "Hey, Shane." He's like, "Here you go." And okay, I well,
2: up, it's, it does seem like Daniel's just running into famous sportsman called Shane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be what's happening at the Do moment. Do you reckon
3: that uh, Warnie would be a drumstick or a cornetto man?
2: Uh, isn't that one of the great questions of our age? <laughs> uh, he's. I reckon he'd go both. One of each. I reckon he'd pop in and he'd grab a Calippo while he's there. Do you know what I mean? And he'd walk back to his seat with all three.
3: And what do you think, Dom, about our Shane Warning alarm? Do you uh, reckon well, it's I, calibrated correctly I, now? I, th-
2: I think it's good. It's revolutionary technology. I just think we have to be really aware whenever we do mention Shane Warn that it is going to go off. And- Shane there Warning. There we go. Sorry. Shane it's Warning. Shane Warning. warning. Uh, that's going to be really something just to be mindful of, I think, going forward. But I think that every radio show needs a, a Shane Warning. And alarm. I am
3: available for hire. <laughs> I'm happy to work for other stations as well. <laughs> I'll follow the money. <laughs> what, what's our understanding here? Do we have a encounter to break all encounters?
2: Well, I, I have heard that uh, we, we have a story on the line that might actually break the shame warning alarm. This is why I wanted to put this one through, Zach. You've installed the warning alarm today. Yeah. How strong is it? Is it safeguarded? Does it have firewalls? Is it strong? Um,
3: not really, to be honest. It's, <laughs> okay. uh, you know, it's just like a development version. Right. It's, so it's... we haven't done extensive testing.
2: Well, this would be a good test then. Cause what I wanted to do was put on one of the, the better Shane Warren stories we got and what we see got? what it would do this. Uh, Michael in Melbourne, Michael, what was your Shane Warren encounter?
0: So I'm a cocktail bartender, right? Mm-hmm. And we got a phone call out of the blue Saturday afternoon to go to Shane Warren's house and, Make cocktails for his son's 18th. Shane Warning, Shane Warning,
3: Shane Warning. So you were at a party at
2: Shane Warn's own house?
0: Yes, yes, I was.
2: As fresh as Saturday?
0: Yeah, Saturday night.
2: Oh, that's incredible. And I'm, I'm glad to see the alarm is held up. Oh, it's Shane fine off again. Oh, it's, it's Shane this is such Shane a strong, such a strong story.
3: <laughs> this is like when the fire alarm goes off because of burnt toast <laughs> and you can't get it to stop. It's just, you know, over and over uh, again.
2: Michael, you got to tell us what was Warning's place like.
0: Oh, amazing.
2: Pretty great. Like, the, the Castle of the King.
0: Oh, absolutely! Absolutely, very nice place. I mean, we were set up on the tennis court, so I
3: didn't really get to see much of the house. (laughs) Of course you were. Of course you were. And uh, you're set up between Shane Warne statue number one (laughs) (laughs) and Morning statue number two. Put the DJ decks in the middle, and let's get the party started.
1: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Handing the reins over to Dom. This is Freedom.
3: That's right, Dom. It is your favourite part of the week. Oh, this yeah. is where you run free. Usually, there's three of us on the show you and me, Dom, and our producer, Michael. We mm. all have an even say. Not in this segment. No. This segment, you can do whatever you want. No one can veto your ideas. The weirder, the better.
2: This is like, in the, in the most of the show, I'm a dog going for a walk. This yep. is the dog You're on park. on a leash. This is the dog park, this segment. You get
3: to play. You <laughs> yep. get to smell the other dog's butts. <laughs> if that's what you choose to do, I know that's what dogs like.
2: Yes. Well, look, tonight, Zach, I've brought probably one of the better ideas I think the show's ever done. Let okay, alone wow. freedom. I, I reckon this is going to become a, a permanent fixture after mm. tonight. So I was scrolling through my Instagram feed this afternoon, having a great time, right? Yep. As you always do when you're scrolling through Instagram, see what my friends are up to.
3: Yep. What type of things were they up to? Uh,
2: one person's on holidays in Greece. That's fun. Yeah. Some good pictures of, uh, of what's that island in Greece everyone goes to?
3: Um, I don't know. I've lost you're the the momentum, momentum already.
2: Not me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, I was scrolling through and enjoying that. You know, someone else was, had, a, had a photo with them with their partner. I thought that was lovely. I was having such a great time there. And then it occurred to me... Mm. Everyone loves Instagram, right? Everyone enjoys Instagram. I think so. Why has no one thought to brought this uh, to bring this to the radio? Why has no one thought why don 't we take the joy of Instagram yeah. and do it on air?
3: Well, I think because Instagram is purely. Um like a medium with your eyes. Oh, yes. And well, uh, the radio <laughs> is a medium with your ears. And uh, that's probably the big disconnect. Well, this is
2: what I say about this generation, Zach. We aren't able to use our imaginations anymore. Right. I would love to be able to bring Instagram to the radio. So, this is what I'm doing. Thirteen ten sixty. I want people to call up, and basically this is radio Instagram. Describe your latest Instagram post to me, and just like I would if I was scrolling through my feed, I'm going to decide whether or not to give it a like. Mm-hmm. That's it. This is going to work, right? Yep. So this is this is a live Instagram feed happening on air.
3: We've done freedom for uh, maybe a bit over a month. Yep. Five or six of them. Yeah. Uh, they have never not got a call. No. Everyone always. What calls. do you think about tonight? Will we get a call? <laughs>
2: Uh, you know, look, I'm really hopeful people think radio Instagrams is as great an idea as I do. And look, maybe, if nothing else, maybe you'll get a free plug for your Instagram account okay, 13, as a result of 1060.
3: it. Okay, What's this? So, radio Instagram. Yep. Call up, describe your latest Instagram <laughs> post. Yes. And Dom decides whether he likes it or do, not. Do,
2: well, should we... Riveting do, radio. Do you want to do a trial right now? Okay, do you want, do to you want get, me
3: to pull up one of mine? Pull
2: up your latest, uh, your Instagram, and I'll, you know, describe your latest post to me, and I will decide whether or not I think it's worthy of a like.
3: Okay. Um, it is a picture mm. at a park. Yep, and there's a picture of an open donut packet. Yep, with four donuts that are looking delicious in the afternoon sun. What do you reckon? Do you like that or not?
2: <laughs> no, that's no not. that doesn't get a like. <laughs> that one's not getting Whoa. a like. Well, you love donuts. Though. I do love donuts. You don't love the park. I don't. There love you go. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you don't like the outdoors. That was the mistake I made.
2: Thirteen ten sixty. Uh Give us a call right now. I want to hear your latest Instagram post and decide whether or not to give it a like. Uh, Tani in Port Macquarie is our first entrant into Radio Instagram. And look, Tani, it's, the, it's exciting. You're the first ever person to play Radio Instagram. Um, what's uh, what's your latest post? Describe it to us.
0: Um, I uploaded it on Monday and it says, Too much Monday, not enough coffee.
2: Is it a meme?
0: Well, it's just like a... Oh, it's just a pink background, really, with some
2: the okay.
3: There's some text on it. Dom. And Tony,
2: did you make this one yourself or did you find it online? No, I found it on Pinterest.
3: <laughs> mm, what do you think, Dom? Does that get a like from you?
2: You know, I'm not I'm not a big fan of the not original content, but I do like the sentiment because you, we all need you some coffee like to coffee for Monday. Who likes Mondays? Um, hmm.
3: Does that get a like?
2: You know what? That's the way I'm It gets a like. Oh, okay. We didn't
3: discuss the 70s stings. (laughs) That definitely wouldn't have made it to air if you had uh, mentioned you were going to play music from three decades ago. (laughs)
2: Um, Thank you so much, Tani. Congratulations, you've been given a like. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. See, I would like to be thanked for my likes on Instagram as well. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Hey, thanks for the like, Dom. That was nice of you. Like for a like. like Exactly, right? Mark in Sydney. Uh, welcome to Radio Instagram, Mark. Uh, describe your latest post.
0: Hey, it was a pretty stereotypical, but it was a picture of an amazing breakfast I had with these giant pancakes with berry compote, ice
2: cream, syrup, little flowers on top. The whole works. Oh, Mark, I'm salivating. What were the hashtags you used?
0: Uh, hashtag delicious was pretty much the
2: only thing I put on it. <laughs> Oh, uh, Mark, do you know what? I don't even need to ask any more questions. I like it like that, Mark. You're getting a <laughs> Mark, can Thank I ask
3: you. also, um, seeing as we're stealing ideas from social medias, <laughs> is your last
0: name Zuckerberg
3: by
2: any
0: chance? <laughs> Nah, man. If it was, I'd be, uh, you know, rolling in money instead of phoning in. <laughs> you would be. We don't have Mark
3: Zuckerberg calling in. Well done. And also, i just like to mention the two mm. songs you've picked so far. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> is that like a disco hit, the first one?
2: Uh, sure.
3: And uh, the second one was Look. one of... Um... <laughs> Guy Sebastian's back catalogue. Can
2: I just say, Zach, there's not a lot of songs that reference liking something.
3: Okay. I'm excited <laughs> to hear if we have a third one.
2: We, the third one's the best one. Okay. So let's, well, hope... let's
3: hope that uh, Emily from Newcastle gets a like.
2: <laughs> uh, Emily, welcome to Radio Instagram. Describe your latest post to us. Hi. So my
0: latest post was of my drunk fiancé wearing a pleated schoolgirl miniskirt and a G-string. <laughs>
2: Okay, Emily, was this uh, at, a, at a Bucks party? What, what was uh, the This con- was a, a Friends 18th. A Friends 18th, okay. Um, do you want more
3: details, Dom?
2: Well, I'm interested to know, Emily, did you use a filter or anything for this one, or was it no filter? No, I don't filter? think
0: I did. He
2: didn't really need one. <laughs> hashtag, no filter. Hashtag no filter. Uh, Emily, how did it do <laughs> on Instagram? How many likes have you got, already gotten on the photo?
0: Um, I think about 20. 20? Okay, well, so they Three broke the 10 barrier. More.
2: Yeah, so you, you've broken that. Um, You know what, Emily? Make it 21.
0: Baby, I like
3: it. I, I, I like it. Oh,
2: dumb. See, that was a better song, wasn't it? You happy with that one?
3: You should not program <laughs> yeah. the music on the radio. <laughs> that is not your job.
2: Uh, yes, congratulations, Emily. You're getting a like there. So uh, just <laughs> mentally imagine you've got 21 likes in that photo, okay? Okay, thank you. What do you think,
3: Dom? Radio Instagram, was it a success?
2: Uh, You know what? Should we just lock this in for Tuesday night every week? I mean, forget this is a freedom segment. This has real momentum behind it. I don't think so. And also,
3: (laughs) you've been banned from picking music we play on the show.
2: Well, you know, the one reason we probably can't do it again is because I've used the three songs that reference liking something.
3: I could hear you with the last one, not knowing whether you should like it or not, but you really wanted to play the sting. (laughs)
1: This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
3: This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News tonight, Donald Trump started a Tinder account.
1: It went down like you've never seen. One of the worst in the country, and it's been a total unmitigated disaster.
2: Also, Seal from The Voice looked in a mirror. Yeah, I, think I found my best
1: friend, you know, I, I found someone who, who can put up with me, yeah, and, and someone who I admire.
3: And Tom Cruise loves Where's Wally. He's someone who really has disconnected from society in a lot of ways, and tra- just travels the world on a
2: bus and hitchhikes, and he just he's very mysterious.
1: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. App or crap?
3: Dom, it's getting harder and harder to know real technology from fake technology. That's why I come up with an app each week Mm. in App or Crap. I pitch two apps at you. One is real, one is fake, and you have to tell me which is which.
2: Every week we got a theme mm-hmm. uh, for Apple Crap. You mentioned before this week's theme is babies, is parenting.
3: Yep, Dom, I've been inspired by my first uh, babysitting experience on the weekend. Yep. I babysat my niece, mm. and
2: I've been thinking about babies since then. Okay. So
3: uh, they're going to be baby-related apps. All
2: right, what have we got tonight?
3: Uh, our first one is called Baby Name.
2: Baby Name. Well, I can already imagine this just helping you name a baby. Is yes, that right? Yes, correct. And okay. uh,
3: they call it like... Uh, the Tinder of baby names. <laughs> Not because of the dating, but because of the right, uh, the mechanic.
2: So it might sound like... Swiping. Michael, you swipe right. Matthew, you swipe left. Yes, but this is right. where
3: it takes another level. Okay. It's like you and your partner both install the app.
2: Oh, that's clever. So
3: you don't actually have to have the conversation about what names you like. You can do it on your own time.
2: Yes. But,
3: you know, like Tinder... You both have to swipe right on Michael, right. and then Michael comes up as a match for you.
2: Uh, so does it have like the description of the name? Does yeah, I'll we'll have
3: like a short description probably. Okay, and, that's pretty um, cool. And maybe some more details about the name.
2: I mean, I've always said such a sentimental, such an important moment in people's lives, you know, naming their children should be reduced to an app like Tinder. I've right. done that for years, so I think that's a great idea.
3: So that's the first one, baby name. The second one is called Baby Shazam. <laughs>
2: Can I just say, it feels like most weeks we play Apple Crime. Yep. Your apps are a variety of Shazam or Tinder. Mm-hmm. That does happen a lot. Or Airbnb. <laughs> no, but Dom, that's how it works, mate.
3: That's get up true. to the app game. Yeah, okay, hey. fair enough. That's fair what they are all are. They rip off of like three ideas. <laughs> it's like Hollywood movies. Um, <laughs> so this one, oh, do you know like babies cries? So you might not know this, but babies cry differently, mm-hmm. meaning different things. And you can get people to teach you
2: yeah.
3: um, what cry means what. Really? Yeah, my sister did this. They had someone come around to their house. I forget their official. It was like a <laughs> baby interpreter, baby whisperer. No, what they were were like a sleep baby specialist.
2: Okay. And so when your
3: baby cries when it's sleeping,
2: right. like the cries
3: can mean different things.
2: What a mysterious job to have. Did they have like a cloak and like a, a bowler hat on?
3: I don't know exactly what they that's, did. That's
2: impressive. But
3: apparently very successful. The so baby what? sleeps through the night and used to have a lot of problems.
2: So it used to be, well, maybe things like that cry means it's hungry. Yes. That, right. Although, okay.
3: And that cry just might be just, they're just crying out, but they're not in trouble. Right. This one means that you do have to go see them. Okay. That one means that they're hungry. Oh, that, for example.
2: Don't tell me baby Shazam is, Going to take the uh, baby whisperer out of business. No, well,
3: the baby whisperer probably invented it.
2: Right, okay. Do so you sure. know what I
3: mean? So, this yep. is a way that they can make money all across the world instead right. of going house to house. Absolutely. They're scaling their business up, Dom. Right. So, Baby Shazam, as you can imagine, um, you can hold it up or your yep. baby's crying yep. and it will like rate what it means. Like, whether or not that's just, like, a, it doesn't really matter, you can just let that cry go, right. or that baby is crying out because they're hungry.
2: Okay, right. Interesting. I mean, you you wouldn't want it to make a mistake for an app, would you? It just It's just a really important thing to put the trust in an that's app That's true, for. Dom. But, I mean, I don't make the apps, I just report them. <laughs> uh, you know what? To me, Baby Shazam sounds rubbish, and uh, I'm just going to be honest, and Baby Name sounds incredible. So, I'm going to uh-huh. say Baby Names is the real one. Yeah,
3: you're right, Dom. I... <laughs> It actually really offends me when you say it's rubbish, because like, that's a genius idea. Like, yes, it has some hurdles to overcome. <laughs> I will be the first to bring that up. It's not ready for market. But if someone could invent that, yeah, imagine how great that would be for
2: parents. Are you going to work on it?
3: Um... I don't know enough about Beg. <laughs> you leave it to. I think the technically it yeah. could be possible.
1: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
3: If you've listened to the show before, you'd know that each week we ask Beg, nay, plead, for five star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, aka the Collective Noun Forum, aka. The happiest place on the internet.
2: And you know what, Zach? You don't need to call your bank to get a loan to get into the forum. It's a really cheap admission price. All it costs is a five-star rating on the iTunes podcast store. You search for Collective Noun on iTunes, leave a five-star rating, and then you're in and you can write whatever you want in the review.
3: Who is attending the Collective Noun forum today, Dom?
2: Well, firstly, Zach, uh, welcome back to a regular user, Yes Mate, Yes Wow, who I uh, just wanted to drop in to let us know that they also have absolutely no idea who Larry Emder is. There you go. There's another
3: one. Because last week on the show, Mm. producer Michael didn't know. Yep. And you were asking in freedom, does anyone else not know?
2: (laughs) Can I say, I've had, I think, two other people come up to me in the week since we've done that saying they've got no idea who he is either. So do you know what? I've learned an important lesson from this. A lot of people don't know who Larry Emder is. Would you say,
3: possibly, that maybe your experience of life... (laughs) might not necessarily be every single person's experience of life.
2: I'm starting to realize that perhaps while I was in my childhood watching Price is Right at 5.30 on weekday afternoons, maybe other people were at the shops with friends or playing sports. Yeah, That's entirely possible. They
3: could have been doing housework or homework (laughs) or all the things you avoided doing as a child.
2: While I was watching that yodeling man go up the cliff with Larry. That's right. That was one of the games in Price is Right. I can see the quizzical look you're giving me. Don't you remember the yodeling man went Uh, up the cliff? I probably
3: only watched a couple. I don't oh. know if I watched the Australian one either.
2: Oh, you're missing out. That was a great show. Basically, there was a man who yodeled his way up a cliff, mm. and you had to say stop before he tipped off the edge. Yeah,
3: vaguely remember yeah. that. It was kind of like at the show, mm. you know, when you shoot a water pistol at a target and the... um. The horses travel yes, along. Yes, that's right. It's a similar type of like oh. uh, uh, wooden cutout.
2: I haven't told you a story about that actually. Um, that? This is so these days those are much more like sturdily built, right? But about ten or fifteen years mm. ago, I was at a small time like local fair, and give it a shout out. Uh, it was the, it used to be called the Cracker Jack Carnival. It was. <laughs> it no longer runs. It hasn't run for the past five or so Jeez, years. I that
3: think. Sounds like it's <laughs> fake.
2: <laughs> no, the Cracker Jack it, Carnival. Was it official? Yeah, it was, in a, it was quite a big, it was, I think, in the Carindale area of Brisbane. Okay. Uh, my auntie used to take me every year and I was like probably eight or nine and I was sitting down at that thing where you, you shoot the water cannons and there was a, a kid next to me who decided, and these ones that they had were full swivel, right? No. So it wasn't locked onto the horse thing.
3: I love, <laughs> I'm ahead of you yeah. and I so... love where this is going. <laughs>
2: So he gave up his opportunity to win a prize and instead just swiveled his water gun to me and spent the whole, like, minute the game was running just firing water at me. you didn't know this kid? I didn't know the kid at all. And I didn't... Why did did he pick you? uh, Oh, it was, like, me and, like, I think his dad was the other person playing. And I think I was the easiest target, to be honest. Um, I also had a big, like, cone of fairy floss. So I might have looked like a, you know, someone he wanted to to spray. I don't know. Yeah. But, um... What,
3: you didn't put the fairy floss down to play the game? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Were you, like, so hell-bent on someone <laughs> of protecting this fairy floss that you couldn't let it leave your sight for a second? A mother
2: doesn't put their baby down, Zach, yeah. and I'm not putting my fairy I'm floss down. I'm surprised
3: that the fairy floss... Survived, wouldn't you just woof it down before the game?
2: <laughs> uh, well, look, there was only a little bit left. It did dissolve. Turns right. out, water dissolves very fast. Yeah, no, that's true. Which I learned. Um, but I actually didn't budge the whole time, and I ended up winning the toy because I, I realised. See, he would have thought, and this is where that kid fell down in his logic. His initial thought would have been, "I'm going to get him right, and he's going to have a bad time." My thinking was. One of my three competitors isn't playing. Mm. I've got a better chance of winning the stuffed toy now.
3: Yeah, and what did you win?
2: It was a massive stuffed alligator. And had did it years. he
3: jump into the teddy bear club?
2: <laughs> uh, the yes. alligator
3: get an automatic membership. Yeah, the, the stuffed alligator did get into the teddy he bear club. Scared the other members, though, <laughs> Wouldn't he?
2: <laughs> well, we had him on security. So right, there you go. <laughs> you got to find the roles that fit your, your actual members. Uh, also on the forum today, Zach, referred from Lee Jasmine. Uh, who wanted to touch a potentially controversial part of the Collective Noun Forum? Obviously, this runs on the iTunes podcast store, mm-hmm. but Lee Jasmine wanted to say that they have a Samsung phone, so specifically had to download iTunes onto their laptop just to leave their review, oh. but it was absolutely worth it, and they're currently enjoying the podcast with a Wheel of Brie. Oh, there you go. And I think I would say that a Wheel of Brie is the perfect way I think you should enjoy this podcast.
3: That's one of the rides mm. in Collective <laughs> Noun Forum, isn't it? The Wheel of Brie <laughs> over in Domland. <laughs>
2: That's it. Basically, what it is, it's you know the teacup rides. Yeah, you sit in one of them, and I just go from from cup to cup, giving you like a cheese board.
3: Right, I thought it was like a um, Ferris wheel. All oh, right, but of
2: cheese. Yes, in a Ferris wheel. Well, that's a great idea. Although, in saying that,
3: because I would have thought the teacups were just filled with milk. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, look, you know we're doing some renovations in Domland yeah, at the okay. moment, so. Fair uh, but no, the wheel of cheese. Uh, you know what? I, I, I'm going to pitch that at the developers next time we that's have a
3: meeting. I just want to acknowledge that Dom, because that's such a journey mm. to make it to the Collective Noun Forum. Yeah. Some people within America go to Disneyland, and that's great. <laughs> but some people travel from Europe. They absolutely do to go to the American Disneyland, and, and that's great as well.
2: Completely worth it, and I think you made a very good call. And welcome along, uh, Lee Jasmine. It's great to have you here, and also Zach. Well, Lee Jasmine has dropped in. They've. Said that they think I'd make a great boyfriend because apparently Mm -hmm. I'd be a perfect person to enjoy a cheesecake and a milkshake with. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what anyone's looking for in a partner, isn't it? Cheesecake and a milkshake.
3: Yeah, but would you share? (laughs) That's that's a big question.
2: (laughs) That's a very good point. They'd be
3: separate cheesecakes.
2: I would not be a good person to share a milkshake and a cheesecake with. I'd be a good person to enjoy your own cheesecake and milkshake with. Are you a good sharer? Good Lord, no. What no. do you
3: think? I wouldn't imagine so, no.
2: I mean, before the show tonight, I did have a pizza and I let our producer have a slice of that. Yeah, that but that's, was nice of that, you. that's quite a step forward for me. That's uh, That was out of my comfort zone.
3: Yeah, do you often bring up nice things that you've done on the radio just to get <laughs> kudos for them?
2: <laughs> uh, no, but I should start doing that. It's yeah, not a bad should. idea. Uh, Maddie Ellington is in the forum as well, Zach. Maddie wants to know how I found my spray tan. A few weeks ago, you gave me a super soaker spray tan. Uh, and once then a I'd ever consider a real spray tan. And you know what? Whoa. Look, Maddie. Up. Maddie, welcome to the forum. And it is great to have you here, but I do feel like that's a bit of an insult to Zach. It is
3: because <laughs> as real as they come, I put two lots of spray tan in there. Yeah. They were like dry spray tan. Yep. Uh, which means that according to the packet, mm-hmm. um, you can put it on and head straight out. And <laughs> whereas the other ones, you had to let them set. That's why I picked it.
2: Jeez, and also okay. it was
3: the most liquid one because it was the only one I could pour into a super soak up. See, So
2: you thought this out. This is an uh, official strategy. I
3: was on the floor of uh, Woolworths for quite a while, Dom, <laughs> because they were right down the bottom. Right. And I had about five packets in my hand having a look at it. And I, what I did think it was strange that people watching me do it. Like, you know, what did they think I was up to?
2: Well, they probably just thought there's an entrepreneur who started his own new way of doing spray tans. And... Well, I didn't have
3: the super soaker with me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I, left <it. laughs> I left that in the car.
2: Well, all geniuses, is that a plural of genius? Genius-i. Genius. Genie-i. i genius. genie, genie I. I. All genie-i are misunderstood in their time.
3: That's also a disease um, <laughs> genies get <laughs> when they're stuck in the lamp for too long. Oh, I got genie-i.
2: Um, but I, I just think, you know... You've invented a, you've revolutionized the spray tan industry. One of the many industries you've revolutionized. Thank you. And here is Maddie. I mean, look, welcome throwing along, Throwing shade. She's just throwing shade. Which oh. is
3: actually the name of my spray tan business. <laughs> that's fitting.
2: Um, You know what? I will say, I'd consider getting a Zach Mander Throwing Shade spray tan again.
3: Okay, good. So you recommend it?
2: Uh, Absolutely. I'll give you my recommendation.
3: I'm going to be honest. I was disappointed how quickly it washed off. I mean, you know, within six hours, you could barely even tell you had it.
2: Well, I was thinking about this. You know how some surfaces, they say, are really hard to paint, right? That you need to, like, get heavy-duty paint. A lot of coats, maybe you need to sand it back first I think I might be so pale mm. that my body doesn't take to spray tan. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Do you think you
3: have a moisturized body? Uh, I reckon I do. Well, do you moisturize?
2: I don't moisturize. Do you have to do that to have a moisturized but that body? That would
3: be one of the big, <laughs> <laughs> one of the big things you'd need to do. Um, do you exfoliate?
2: I don't exfoliate. I
3: wouldn't imagine so. No,
2: do you exfoliate? I've started to. Oh, really? Is it? What? I got a
3: coffee scrub. Oh, yeah. On rec- Actually, that wasn't recommended <laughs> from my wife. <laughs> she said, like, you should try exfoliating. And I bought the coffee scrub and she said, that's probably not a good one to buy. <laughs> It is so thick. It hurts a lot. What, it's so painful. What, what does exfoliating do? Removes the dead skin, apparently. Okay.
2: And is it working for you? You're enjoying it?
3: I only use it once, and I right. hurt a lot.
2: <laughs> well, so that's not going to join the throwing shade uh, offerings? Mm. Get a spray tan and exfoliation? Well, actually, I could
3: make my own one, couldn't I? Because it was just made out of coffee beans.
2: Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you
3: can do exfoliation with anything. Like, you know, sand is a good exfoliator. Right, okay. And so it was like... It's like coffee beans and like salt and something else. I yeah. Don't know. It was like, because I have heard that the little beads in the artificial ones mm. can cause damage to um, like the turtles and stuff. I don't know if it was the turtles, <laughs> but nature. Because the beads are plastic and they don't go away. And they're right. these tiny little beads. So I, it, I wanted to get one that was like natural.
2: Exfoliates their shells as it washes yeah. through. Yeah. It and I mean, like, they oh, have no. a great complexion.
3: <laughs> but <laughs> It also gets stuck in their throat. So it's kind of a win-lose situation.
2: Uh, And uh, lastly on the forum today, Zach, uh, we have heard the epic conclusion to the Erin from Tinder story. Um, This is a few weeks back on the forum now. We got a review from Erin saying that she'd match with me on Tinder. Uh, You helped me compose a reply. And then sadly, only a day after that, Judge Judy demanded that I delete my Tinder account and Mm. my Tinder days were finished. That's right. So Erin from Tinder has gotten in touch. Just wanted to say there's no hard feelings, uh, Ari, the deletion of my Tinder account. And uh, I suggest, Zach, that you should, because you were a great wingman throughout that process... Thank you. ...that you should come up with a love advice segment on the show.
3: Yeah, Just for you, Dom, or for everyone? I reckon for everybody. See, I think it'd be more fitting for you. What do you mean? Well, see, because my experience is really... I've been with my wife for 10 years. Yep. So I don't have a varied experience. Right. I only have one experience. Whereas you... <laughs> I mean, you've been on a lot of first dates.
2: I've been on a lot of first dates, not as many second dates and very few third dates. You could,
3: you could do, I could do like a, maybe newly married.
2: Right. Like advice.
3: And you could do like a newly dating advice.
2: So it's like, you know, I might be the love doctor. You know what I mean, and whereas you you've kind of I'm a specialist. You're a specialist, so you, know you could
3: refer people to me.
2: I'm the GP. I yeah. can talk about all the different sorts of dating <laughs> at a very, on a basic level, and then you yeah. can talk about one specific and thing. Like well. Most
3: of your knowledge comes from googling. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that with GPS? Like, have you been to like a GP since the internet's been invented? No. And like you explain your symptoms, and they're like typing away at the computer.
2: I think you need to find a new GP. No they did, man, they actually like they, did that. They,
3: that's really like. Multiple doctors really? have done that. that's incredible. I think they're looking on like a more like official search engine than Google. I right. think they have like I actually don't know, but Their they're definitely Google. typing something into a computer that looks like Google.
2: <laughs> that's fascinating. I had no idea they did that. Do I mean, you know
3: what? Because you usually probably go with things that are very easily explained. You,
2: well, yeah, I walk into the GP. <laughs> Bad diet. <laughs> yeah. It's I'm a very straightforward open and shut case when I go to the GP. Um, But, look, thank you, Aaron, for getting in touch. We'll consider the love segment idea. Uh, that does wrap up the Collecting Down Forum. Zach, like, should we just shut the gates or... Oh. I'm not kidding, it's always open.
3: It's always open no, no matter what time of day or night. It's 24-7. The only place on the internet that's open 24 hours a day.
2: <laughs> yeah, Facebook unfortunately does shut down. Yeah, though have tonight. you ever tried
3: to Google something at 3am? Yeah, it,
2: doesn't, it doesn't work. Well, it doesn't work well, no. So, uh, look, if you do want to join the Collective Noun from at any time of day or night, search for Collective Noun on iTunes, leave a 5-star rating, whatever you want in the review, and we'll read it out next time on the show.
1: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and
3: Dom. Dom, I don't know if you've had this experience. I think lots of people people would have had it where Mm. they talk to someone on the phone that they've never met in real life. You might talk once, you might talk a couple of times. And then when you finally meet the person, you're like, Oh, you look nothing like I expected you to.
2: Yes, I had this with a, a, a someone who ended up employing me at a job I had a few years ago. I chatted to them on the phone probably four or five times before I got the job. Mm. And when I met them, I so probably on the phone, it was a guy who came across like a really big, booming kind of, mm. you pictured muscly guy. And I met them, and they're actually quite a, quite the opposite of what I was expecting.
3: Well, this happened to us yesterday because you and I and our producer, Michael, we had just been filming something for our Facebook page, and we were yep. hanging out having lunch. Mm. And one of your friends came along who had Talked to Michael on the phone before, yes, but had never met him in real life. Now, Michael's quite a slender man, he is, and um, um not someone you'd call big and booming.
2: No, but uh, my friend Jeremy was like, Wait, this is Michael. I was he's like,
3: I pictured like this really big dude. He
2: was expecting like an Arnold Schwarzenegger type character <laughs> to be sitting there as our producer, but instead, you know, sitting there was, was Michael, who probably is, he's shorter than you and I, yes, and uh, probably the slimmer than you and I.
3: He would weigh 30 kilograms less. <laughs>
2: You're going to say 30 kilograms for a second there. I don't know, Michael. He might well weigh Do th- you weigh
3: more than 30? Give us a thumbs up. Yeah, yeah he th- weighs more, than 30, more than 30, but we wouldn't say much more.
2: Not a lot more than 30 kilograms. This yeah. is
3: where I think thought, though, Dom, because mm. we work in a medium that's just audio, so it's kind of like a phone call, and yes. I wanted to see how accurate mm. our voices were
2: to how we look. Well, I mean, you and I, we're sitting across from each other, I know what you look like, you know what I look like, but if you're listening to this while you're driving home, you, ha- you may have no idea.
3: Have you ever had that experience where you listen to radio announcers, mm. and you might listen for a while, and then you look up their photos online, <laughs> and it totally messes with you, because your picture in your brain oh, yes. doesn't make sense with what you see.
2: There was one uh, particular announcer on a uh, rival network, so I won't mention them, but when I was growing up, I listened to them a lot, and uh, I remember when I saw a photo, I had to stop listening to the show. Really? Put it you was, off. It was that much of a shock to my <laughs> system, that I'm like, that's not who I've been listening to.
3: This is what I'm wondering. Can yeah. we put this to the test? How accurate can someone pick a voice to look? looks? Mm. So. 131060. Yeah, I'm not positive this will work. Yeah. Okay. But we need someone who's never seen us before, yep. which will be pretty easy to find. <laughs> Right, but if you're listening right now, even if this is the first time you're hearing our voices. I
2: reckon especially if this is the first time you're hearing our voices.
3: I want to see if you can describe what we look like from our voices and see how accurate you can get.
2: Right, so essentially you're wanting somebody to come on the show with us right now, Zach, and describe their impression of us.
3: So who we're putting to test tonight is Mm. Christy on 131060. She is going to try to guess what we look like, Dom, Mm. just by hearing our voices on the radio. Christy can't hear us at the moment. Yep. But what we're going to do first, so (laughs) everyone knows, if you've never seen us before, we'll describe what we look like. So do you want me to go first or do you want to go Uh, first? I'll go
2: first. I'll describe you first, Zach. Uh, I'll compare you a bit to Michael Cera uh, from Juno. And What other movies did he do? Uh, mostly Juno. Lot, but most, Juno would be most known. Right, so yeah, you know the Year One Hollywood actor. Yeah, sure. Yep. Uh Arrested Development, of yep. course, Michael Sarah. You're a bit over six foot, uh short curly brown hair. Yep. Kinda curly. Would you say curly? Uh when it gets longer, sure. Yeah, short, curly brown hair, very skinny. Uh you're a very skinny man, very long legs. Too skinny. Too skinny, very yep. b- almost bony. I'd say that's kind of how I describe you. My
3: BMI is close to dangerous. Is it? Yeah, right? I recorded it the other day. I'm just in the safety zone.
2: I've had that before, but on the <laughs> other,
3: <laughs> on the end other of end. The spectrum. Okay, well that transcends well into you, Dom. Yep. Um, you're also over six foot tall, extremely yep. white, as white as they come. <laughs>
2: I'm quite biased. Uh, both
3: in skin colour and culture, <laughs> uh, and looks. Your dad could be Pete Hellier, <laughs> and your granddad would be Bert Newton. <laughs> Very large in the head department, <laughs> and we've measured it. It's above average, oh,
2: slightly above average.
3: Uh, and your forehead is extremely above average.
2: <laughs> yes, I've got a slight, a bit of a big forehead. Yep. Um. All right. So that's a description of you and I. Let's now get ready to get Christy on. She has not heard that, hmm. so she's purely going to judge us off our voices here. Zach, uh,
3: never seen a picture of us before.
2: No, she hasn't. Christy, welcome to the show. Hi. Hey, Christy. Uh, so we've just described to the, the rest of the country listening in what we look like. You're just going to have to take a punt on that and see how it stacks up.
3: Let's start with myself, Christy. It's Zach over here. What do you think I look like?
2: Um, so I'm thinking like
0: mid-20s. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Uh, light brown hair. Ooh. Kind of. I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> um, eye colour. Eye colour. Um, I've never I think even noticed that. to speak a little bit. you got to speak um, more, Zach. Speak Okay, more. what do you
3: reckon my eye colour is? Do you reckon it would be brown, blue, green?
2: Um, Probably blue.
3: And what are we thinking, Chrissy, in the weight department?
2: Is Zach very skinny? Is he medium? Is he a bit overweight? What, what do you think Am Zach Am I is? packing
3: on a few extra pounds?
2: Um, Medium. 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 Okay, interesting. Okay, should medium we reveal build? yet more? Oh, and uh, tall or short? Yep. Medium.
3: Okay, medium. medium. Well, average. we've got medium with all of those. Yeah, okay. Uh,
0: so
2: oh, sorry. <laughs> that's
3: okay. That's okay. Maybe yeah. I'm medium. Maybe we don't medium. know yet. We don't know. I don't, well Let's, let's I do have... one by one. That's pretty accurate.
2: That's actually almost. Oh, dead really? on, Christy. Yes. Brown hair, yep.
3: brown eyes. So you didn't get that right. <laughs> Taller than average. Bad. So you didn't get that right either. Skinnier than average. So you didn't... <laughs> I mean, you weren't actually that close. <laughs>
2: Did hedge, you, I was nowhere near. You hedged your bets pretty well though with the medium department, Christy. So you weren't too far off. But it's my turn now. You're hearing me speak at the moment. Really
3: commit okay. to it, Christy. Really yeah. commit. So just off okay. hearing
2: just off hearing my voice now, Christy, what do you think I look like?
0: Um, so dark brown hair, mm. um, probably brown eyes, mm. probably skinny, yep. um, Probably average height. Okay. I don't know. I just see average height. Dom we told through. a story about in eating
3: um, six donuts in a row on the weekend. <laughs> you still want to go by skinny?
0: Well, I, you asked me how, how you sound.
3: Yeah, okay, so that's true. <laughs> that's I true, have. Christy. That's true. We're not locking in. It's okay. just what you sound like.
2: Christy, I've got a question for you. If um, you were to compare the sort of head you think I might have to a fruit, what fruit would that's you go That's a good with? question. Good question. <laughs> Um the
3: apple uh, being the average um yes. the average head size. If an
2: apple is an average head size, what what side of sort of fruit head do you think I have? Probably an upside down pear. Ooh, <laughs> close. We're looking for watermelon. <laughs> Okay. Well, look, Christy, no, I'll be honest, not as close with me as you are with Zach. Um, I, I'm certainly not the skinnier of the two of us. That's,
3: that is true, Don. but you are definitely skinny these days. I, yeah, thank you know, you, we mate. make jokes, but yes. your celiac oh. disease have made you lose a lot of weight.
2: Thank you, man, I appreciate that. Uh, light brown hair, but look. Apart from that, Christy, you've done you did pretty, pretty well. Pretty well, Christy. Well done. And take a bit. Just oh, when we got you on the line, Christy, uh, just a bit of a bonus round. Uh, Should
3: we do the reverse, Christy? I think brown oh, curly hair. You can do the reverse if you want. Yeah, I think brown curly hair. Mm. I think your average height. Yep. And you know what? I think cheekbones are prominent.
0: Okay, I am extremely short. Mm. I have curly hair but it's blonde. Oh, oh close.
3: I heard curly um, in the voice face.
0: <laughs> oh, you definitely. I I have a very curly voice. Yep. Cheekbones? Um
2: no. Okay. <laughs> I,
3: I wish. I just heard cheekbones. It was okay. a very smiley voice. Well, well,
2: look, thank you for playing along, Christy. I think what we've learned, Zach, is that it is actually quite hard to tell somebody's characteristics. We've also voice.
3: learned that if you take a stab in the dark, one out of four <laughs> things will be correct.
2: <laughs> That's true. And I'm just stoked to hear that I've got a skinny sounding voice. That's a lot of Sounding
3: good. <laughs>
1: This is Collective Noun with
2: Zach and Dom. Zach, I was in the middle of a Netflix binge over the weekend and got hit, uh, confronted with the most obvious product placement I've ever seen in a TV show ever. So
3: So. obviously people would know that companies Mm. would pay the people who make TV shows some money to include their product. And if it's done really well, Mm. you shouldn't really notice. So let's say they're driving in a car. Yep a certain car company will pay them money to make sure that it's their car.
2: Well, it's funny you say car, because that's actually exactly what this one is based around. So you, the show Designated Survivor is uh, one of the big shows on Netflix at the moment. It's a pretty serious like topic. Basically, uh, there, there's like the, the whole government goes in the US through an attack, and some guy who's unqualified becomes president. Anyway, there's a big government conspiracy, right? Mm. So it's pretty serious. The season is chasing down this government conspiracy. The FBI's involved. You know, there's a lot of tension, a lot of dramatic moments. show you moments. love, is it? I love it. A lot of cliffhangers, okay. right? But then this happens. This is near the end of uh, the first season. You pass
3: me your phone. Do I need to watch it with the sound up or sound um, down?
2: You know, put the sound up if you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is near the end of the first season. The FBI agents, uh, what they're doing is they're about to get in the car to go and chase down people. As, as part of this conspiracy, but instead of just getting their keys out, unlocking the car and driving away, uh, look what happens.
3: Okay, I've got the clip in front of me about to hit play. Okay. Oh, they've brought out an app starting the car. A logo for Ford. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Kind of looks like there's a shot of a Ford from the (laughs) ad for a Ford.
2: So this is right in the middle of the episode right and then
3: there's like a product shot of the car at the end <laughs> of them getting into it
2: right in the middle of this incredibly tense mm. episode Zach, they get the, the agents get their phone out and you cut to a ford out essentially mm. so they've just started so you have two sweeping shots of the ford's interior showing you how beautiful it is inside showing you can start it from an app that it's... does
3: look pretty cool by the way <laughs> that feature like when you were talking about yeah. I'll just say this when you're talking about the show yes i wasn't really interested <laughs> But the fact that you can start that car from a phone,
2: well, you I know, find that interesting. You do say that, right? Now, I, my first reaction was, I can't believe they've put that obvious product placement in this TV show. Mm. But half an hour after I finished the episode, I was on Ford's website trying to find out about this app start it's technology. It's pretty blatant. Yes. It's like,
3: it'd be like in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> if Frodo turns to the camera and he's like, you know, I'm so addicted to this ring, <laughs> almost as addicted as I am to the new taste of Coke. <laughs> It takes you out of the moment a little bit, it, doesn't look, it? Look,
2: it really does. Uh, but in other news, the Ford, you can start their cars by app now. So, you know, I guess I didn't know that beforehand. So it works. It wor- It did its job. Uh, that is what we've got time for tonight. If you don't want to hear the whole thing back, uh, search for Collective Now on iTunes. You can grab the podcast of the show there. We'll see you tomorrow night at 11.
1: Bye. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's all from Collective Now. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.